Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to the Who Dat History podcast, the first episode with me, Nick Fontenot, and Kevin Foote. This has been a podcast which is probably about two years in the making. Uh, Kevin and I have been in some preliminary discussions about getting this done, and it's something that we're both very passionate about. Not only are we passionate about the New Orleans Saints, but we're passionate about the history of the team and and the things that happened before uh, the success that they've had over the last, say, 15 years. Kevin Foote is a walking encyclopedia of Saints knowledge and Saints history. And I think you guys will enjoy tuning in every Thursday to hear what Kevin has to say about different topics. We're going to break down different topics every week. And this week is going to be a little intro into what makes us Saints fans and why we're so passionate about this team down in New Orleans. So here we go. Right, Kev, welcome to the. Are we going to call it Who That History? Is that what we're doing? Uh, I'm, I'm good with that. Okay, so Who That History podcast. I'm Nick Fontenot. This is Kevin Foote, and we are going to do our take on Saints history, the history of the New Orleans Saints, and how the history of the team has formed into what we know the Saints are today. Which is, I mean, over the last decade, it's been one of the best franchises in the in the league, but it wasn't like that forever. Absolutely so, not. When you think about your life as a Saints fan, what's your overwhelming like feel about the fact that you've been a Saints fan your whole life? Well, it, 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 I can't even begin. Like, if I ever sat down, I've never done this, probably never will, but if I actually sat down with someone who was like a psychiatrist or someone <laughs> who could really like do a case study on me. Right. You know, I can't even begin to explain how big of a deal the Astros and the Saints are mm-hmm. as part of my life. I mean, it, it's 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 humongous. Like, I don't, you know, for those who don't know my story, like, I was seven years old when my father was murdered. And my way of coping in the world was through sports mm-hmm. and so much and such a huge part of that was saints and astros right. i mean just it was you know like a lot of families in the world on sundays we had parties and at our house or our friend family's house or my grandparents house or mm-hmm. you know i'll still i'll drive down the road and i'll say i remember watching this saints game at that person at that house you know, right. even today, yeah, I do that. Yeah, like I'll, I have certain memories of certain games that are linked, and I'm talking all the way back to 1973. Mm-hmm. I remember watching at that house. Recently, I uh, for the first time in like in probably 40 years, I drove by the first house I ever lived in in Lafayette when I was before I even remember. You know, I I, I remember. It being a house that I was at watching certain... I, the, the game I remember most watching in that house, it was at 137 South Orleans Drive on the north side of town. And I remember going to my friend's house just down the road, family friend's house down the road. Watch, he, They had like this big thing, little, I don't know, building or shed or something in the back. like a, And I remember going there and watching games. I remember watching the Chargers beating us in, in in Robbie's room one time. It's like, and I was by myself. That's just, 
it wasn't like I don't know why they had a running back named Don Woods, number thirty three, and they beat it. <laughs> but I remember watching in the the house that I'm talking about the 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 seventy three season. This first game in the seventy three season, I was at my papa, my mom and papa's house on Ridge Road, and the Saints got beat. 70, 62 to seven by the Falcons. And then the second game was a Monday night game against the Cowboys. And and the Saints got beat like 44 to three, I think it was. And I remember watching that game on Monday night in that, in that house. So I, I don't know, I, it just brought back memories. So when I saw that house for the first time in like 40 years, because for whatever reason, I've just never gone back to look at that house. One of the first things I thought of was watching a Saints game in that house. Yeah. <laughs> it's just what I do. I mean, it's just... It's weird. So the Saints were just such a huge part of my life. So when I was upset, for whatever reason, crazy things going on, the Saints. And I still do that to this day. Like when things are upset, you know, you you find solace in there's some stability. Now, the Saints weren't always real stable as a franchise, but sports was always there for me. They're always there for you. Yeah. It might not always be the best experience watching the game, but you know that you can always turn to a game or even a story or an article that you can just kind of get lost into that. So I definitely agree with that. Did, did you see the movie um, Fever Pitch? Yes. I love that movie, not because it's some all-time Oscar award-winning and I'm not a real big film critic anyway, but it identifies what life as a sports addict mm-hmm. is. I don't know that there's ever been a movie that did it like that. Right. Uh, and there's a line in the movie where where Jimmy Fallon is sitting in the dugout in this little at a little league game or high school game or JV game or whatever it was, and the little kid is playing with his gum and he's saying, "You, you know, what have they ever? You've done a lot for the Red Sox in the movie. What have they ever done for you?" But if actually the Saints in it's not that the Saints individuals have ever done anything for me. But the idea of following the Saints and the Astros, because those are the two teams that I follow mm-hmm. my whole life, um, they've done a lot for me. Right? Like, they're probably going to shorten my life. So, since from the time I was five years old, people, relatives and friends have told me, you're going to die of a heart attack watching this thing. <laughs> they're I very mean, important. Yes. And so, you know, I think it's done a lot for me. It's, it's given me boundaries in my life that I wouldn't have had early on. It gave me something to, I probably missed out on a lot. Mm-hmm. I have. Yeah. I mean, I can remember one time I remember being in high school and my friends were like, they wanted to go play football or something. And I always said no. And I remember that one time I went and, and it was like, now I look back and I'm like, I should have watched the Saints game. Right. You know? And so I'm in family, you know, I can't even tell you how many times I've got four kids that mm-hmm. I should have probably been doing more with the family but the saints were on or the astros sure. were on it, but it's just i don't know it's just so much a bigger part of my life when i met my wife in 2003 i told her we met in february and so i told her i said this is great we're dating and we're having a good time and this is getting kind of serious and we might be going on to something and 17 years later we're, we're still doing it but i said football season's a different animal I say, this is the winter in February and March, and there's no football going on. But I'm telling you, when the Saints come on, I was living in Iowa at the time. I said, when the Saints come on, I'm, I'm watching the game. I'm finding a place that has the game. But on Sundays when the Saints are playing, I'm watching the game, yeah. period. It doesn't matter what's going on. It really doesn't matter. 
And she was like, oh, yeah, you know, that's fine. I, I like football and all this stuff. And then when the season hit and it was like week one, week two, week three, you know, you don't understand. I'm going to watch the game. You know, then she kind of got the idea. And then after that, she was like, OK, now I see what he's talking about. Where before it was just kind of talking. But when she saw it in action, she was like, oh, OK, now he, he's really serious. This, yeah. this this Saints thing is not just, you know, and they were awful back then. I mean, they weren't winning games. It wasn't like they were trying to go to the Super Bowl or anything. Yeah. It has nothing to do it with it. has nothing to do with that. It's just yeah. I have to know what's going on. I have to see the game and, and things like that. And my, my history with the Saints, of course, nothing as drastic as what happened to you. But, you know, my, my dad was very, uh, very mean, very angry, very abusive. And uh, we didn't really connect on any level at all. Except for the Saints. I mean, that's the only thing that we had in common. The only thing that we could talk about. The only thing that he loved a lot and I loved a lot. And he loved the Saints. And that was just what we bonded over. We didn't bond on anything else. We didn't connect on any other level. There was nothing that we got along with at all. We were always arguing and fighting with each other. But on Sundays, we were watching the Saints. We were watching Dalton Hilliard. We were watching Eric Martin and those guys. And it, that, that's and so it just kind of built from that. And then, and then now today... I'm trying to pass it on to my kids, not the not the negative things that he did, but you know, the, my kids love the Saints too, and they look forward to watching the game. So it's one of those things that just kind of brings everybody together, like like we had talked about, kind of a community situation. And the Saints can mean a lot to to you, and not just the Saints, any team that that people follow. So I think you can always kind of find the, the people that love the Saints like you and I do, and people like us. You can always kind of point back to some reason. There's something. There's some underlying reason why people have such an obsession with sports teams. It's not about winning and losing. It's not about winning the Super Bowl or anything like that. It's just it, the team's always there for you. And so that, it, it, it is when the Saints won the Super Bowl. We did a we did a book. I was at the Advertiser then, and all of Gannett, Louisiana did a a book celebrating the saints and they asked me to do the forward for it and in that forward i talked about i I can still remember my dad's funeral i was almost eight years old i was seven years old and i can remember sitting there this is 1974 in the little room wherever it was in the funeral home in martin and castile and i can remember my uncles coming to me and the way that they, the thing, the thing that they, we talked about was, how do you think the Saints are going to do this? Year? What we talked about was the Saints. Mm-hmm. You know, I was a seven-year-old kid who had just lost his father, not really having any idea what was going on in the world, just craziness. And what they knew to talk to me about was the Saints. And so that's kind of what I wrote about in the fall. And that just kind of tells you what the whole thing is. I mean, that's just what we're talking about. I yeah. mean, that. And so I can't even tell you how many Saints games I've seen with them growing up and with my grandfather growing up or talking to him. And it was always sports, but really it was, if not the Astros, it was it was the Saints. And it's why I don't understand bandwagon jumpers. It's a free country. Do what you want to right, do. Right, right. And, and I know I've had so many discussions and arguments over the years with people, and some people get offended by it. It, it it's just it's not the same if you weren't there you it can never be the same in my opinion if you haven't been there from the beginning it's right. just not the same it, it, it's definitely a character it yeah. definitely tells a lot about somebody's character if they're a fan of the patriots nowadays or a fan of the 49ers back back in the 80s you know it, it is definitely a, it definitely says a lot about the type of person uh, that it is i remember a story I'll never forget. I was maybe six or seven years old. It was a Monday night football game. The Bengals were playing the Vikings. It was a Bengals-Vikings random Monday night game. 
And I walk into the, the house and I asked my dad, I said, who are we going for in this game? And he said, the Saints. <laughs> yeah. And I said, I said, but the but they're not playing. You know, he's like, we're going for the Saints. <laughs> and I'll, I never, love it. I'll never forget that. You know, yeah. it didn't matter who was playing. He was going for the Saints. I look at every game through black and gold glasses. And that doesn't mean, kind of like your dad was saying, that I'm pulling for the Saints in this game. But I can be covering a high school football game and a play will work. And I was like, why don't the Saints run that play? That's my mindset. It's mm. not what a great play that is. It was, have the Saints ever run that play? <laughs> why don't the Saints run that play? Right. Maybe it'll work for the Saints. Right. That's what I think. I could watch a college game, UL, mm. or, or any game that I'm watching. Man, that guy used to play for the Saints. You know you know what I'm saying? So every game I watch, whether the Saints are playing or not, my mind is, is about the Saints. And were there anybody in this that used to play for the Saints or – could this play for the Saints or, oh, that was a terrible call. Oh, please tell me that's not going to happen to the Saints Sunday. Right. That's my mentality. Yeah. That's the way I look at every game I watch. One of, my, one of my favorite things that, and I've told you this before, of listening to your radio shows, especially years ago, it hasn't, you haven't done it so much lately, but years ago you used to always start the week of discussion about whatever team the Saints were playing with the record. The Saints are, you know, fifty-eight and fifty-six against this team, or or whatever. And they're, you know, they, if they win the next two, they'll be, they'll have a winning record against every team in the league. You you always had their records and all that stuff. It was a very very big part of it, and I always always loved that. And I, I don't know if anybody else was really looking forward to finding out, like, oh, the Saints are playing the Browns, and they're whatever and whatever against the Browns. Every team in the league, you always do that. So I, because I like people, that. because it matters. The it all matters, like. I don't like no most people don't look at it that way, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Well, who cares how we did against so so and so franchise forty years ago?" Because we're good now. Well, the Saints didn't start in two thousand six. They didn't. Right. Like some people have this idea that the Saints franchise began in two thousand six. Well, if that's all that the Saints ever were, were Sean Payton and Drew Brees. I can't appreciate it like I can because of back then. Definitely. Like I've said before many times, I will never have a Drew wear a Drew Brees jersey. Mm. Not that I don't love Drew Brees. I mm. love everything that Drew Brees has done for the franchise. And I wanted Drew Brees to be the quarterback when a lot of other people in the last two years were kind of thinking, eh, maybe it's time to move on. He don't have the arm strength and all that, blah, blah, blah. I, my, the minute Drew Brees got good, I'm like, I want this guy to play with the Saints forever. And whenever he – can't throw anymore and then you pick up and we'll move on Mm -hmm. and i'm all excited about what Jameis winston maybe could do but like i it it has to every all of that matters yes i want when i die i want to have i want the saints to have more wins against as many franchises as they could possibly have than Mm -hmm. they have over the saints that's what i want It, it kills me it just aggravates me to no end that we that the NFL plays division games at the end because in what was it 2006 and in 2009 and maybe one other year they had to play Carolina at the end of the year and and they basically gave them two games that I fully believe they would have won if they'd have played them three weeks or five weeks earlier right and so that impacts the overall record sure. against them <laughs> that's awful yeah it's not good that makes me mad other people they don't care about that yeah well no I I care about that. I can't, I want to catch the Falcons. Right. I want to, you know, we're so close to catching the Falcons. 
And because and for people don't want you go back and look, they were way ahead of us mm-hmm. at one point, like mm-hmm. way ahead of the Saints. We'll never catch the cheaters because we don't play them enough. Yeah, that's that's what I want the podcast to be. This was going to be like our little introduction podcast, just kind of get some background on us. What are you what are you hoping to get out of what we're, what we're trying to do here? Just have fun talking about the Saints. Yeah. You know, it's. It's just, if you're not a fan of a, you don't have to be a Saints fan. You can be the fan of whoever. Mm -hmm. But if you've been a lifelong fan, you just can't get tired of talking, especially to someone. Now, you can get tired of talking about the Saints to someone who's not a Saints fan, and they're either criticizing the Saints or they're bringing up points that to you don't make any sense. Mm -hmm. You can get tired of that real quick. Right. But talking to someone else who's a Saints fan, I don't think you could ever get tired of talking about it. <laughs> ever. Really, yeah. ever. Well, I'm hoping, I'm hoping to learn some things about the team that I, I just don't know. Some things about the team before I was born, maybe before I was watching. I mean, I, I, started, I, I like to say I've been a Saints fan since I was six years old. I don't really remember the, the 1987 season. You know, I don't remember a, a lot of stuff like that. So those are things that we want to get into, deep dives on certain players, certain seasons. Uh, certain situations for the Saints, and I, I'm I'm really looking forward. Yeah, to it's it's going to be a lot of fun, and and the next one's going to be about the draft, and I I think one of the most fun things about being a Saints fan is arguing about the draft. Who was you know who should they draft? Who was the worst Saints draft pick ever? Right. Why did they draft that guy? And you know the awful Mike Ditka years, and and the you know and the crown jewel of drafting Ricky Jackson. You yeah, know? yeah, I mean it's it just I think all of that is just fun. You know the Russell Erslaven and the Sean Knights and all the really really bad picks. Saints fans love laughing about like who was why did they draft that guy? Right, right. You know that's part of the fun of being a fan. Well, to me, there's nobody else that I'd rather talk Saints history with than you. I feel like you're in the encyclopedia in your brain of Saints history. So I'm looking forward to just learning a whole bunch. And, and well, what it is is pain. Like, I remember, <laughs> don't you remember pain? I mean, you know, it's like, to me, my definition of a, how much of a fan you are is how much do you hurt when your team loses? That's my mm-hmm. definite. Right. That's what a def, my definition of a fan. How much do you hurt when your team loses? And I, I don't understand how people, like, I can... You know, I rem- you know when I think of this team, I think of us- I think of the great victories, but I think of the agonizing losses. I mean, you know, when I was a kid, I hated the Minnesota Vikings, yeah. and, and when you lose to them, it's just awful. And then the Vikings have been such a pain. There was a lot of great things about going to the Super Bowl, but one of them is we beat the Vikings right. and we cheated. cheated. Them. Yeah, you like cheated. We them. cheated the Vikings <laughs> to get to the Super Bowl, right. so that had to hurt them. <laughs> And they had never, they still have not won a Super Bowl. See, the Vikings, to me, I'm not, I say I'm not a sports elitist. So, yeah, the Vikings lost, but they were in the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Like. Four times. They were in the Super Bowl in the set. Yeah, they lost, but they were in the Super Bowl. Like, the Saints were a serious have-not when I was 8 and 10 and 12 and 15 years old. Right. This team went to the Super Bowl. They were not a have-not to me. I didn't feel sorry for them. Right. So, but you talk to some Viking fans and like they feel all sorry for themselves because they never won a Super Bowl. And I get it; it's not fun not winning a Super Bowl when you probably could have. Right. But, but to go to the Super Bowl, oh man, that was like beyond my comprehension when I was twelve years old. To go to the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. You know, I remember in 1980 we moved into a new home, and um, the next door neighbor was a Boston Red Sox fan. He was from Massachusetts, and he was like, "Oh, woe is me." Well. In 1980, 
My favorite team was always the Astros, but my second favorite team at that time was the Red Sox. They were in the World Series in 1975, the famous Carlton Fifth. Like, they were in the World. And he's like, oh, woe is me. We're so, I feel so, you know, we're the Red Sox. Ha, ha, ha. I'm like, you're the Red Sox? That's like, you were in the World Series five years ago. That's right. like incredible to me. Yeah. I never dreamed, you know, the Saints would ever go to the Super Bowl. And even me, I mean, I'm a lot younger. Years old. I'm a lot younger than you. I never dreamed of it either. And I remember just saying my whole life, if the Saints can just win one Super Bowl, I'll be happy. Well, that's not the case. I wanted to win another yes. one. So they the Saints finally won a Super Bowl and then I felt great after the win, but then it was like, all right, now I want another one. But I do want another one and I do want to go back to the Super Bowl and this team deserves to go to the Super Bowl and they should have been to the Super Bowl and their best teams Ever, in my opinion, was 2011. They didn't even get to the Super Bowl. They didn't even get to the championship game that year. Mm. But since they won one, all these awful losses, don't you think they'd have been a lot harder to oh, handle yeah. had they not already won one? It oh. does make a difference. Oh, it definitely makes a difference. No, no doubt. It's crazy that you said that because I've never thought about that before, before you just said it. But these losses that they've had to the Vikings and the Rams, they to would— the Cheaters in 11. They would be a hundred percent worse. Absolutely, I yeah. They would be worse, no doubt about it. And so, I'm not satisfied. I want to win more, mm. and I am passionate about winning more. But the fact that I got one in my life, like the Astros losing in Game Seven of the World Series two years ago to the Nationals, would have been a lot worse in 2017. Never happened. Right, right. It would just, it, and it, it was awful, and I was depressed for a long time, but. It would have been worse sure. had they never won one. So, yeah, I'm, I'm still very thankful for that. Well, we're going to get into all that stuff, all kinds of topics, all of these different things that we can talk about and get into Saints history. Oh, it's, 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 it's going to be a lot of fun. And hopefully, you know, I don't know how how long – were you always a huge draft person or not really? Not always, but in as, as long as I can remember, the last 20 years for sure I have been. But, I mean, when I was younger, not, not so much. But See, I just think, like, my wife – I married into a Bronco family, so not all my kids like the Broncos or the Saints. Some don't really care about sports. My son doesn't care about sports at all. But one of my daughters is a big Bronco fan. My wife's a big Bronco fan. My brother-in-law is a big Bronco fan. So, like, they don't – my wife and daughter are big Bronco fans. They watch the game. They're passionate. They love to win. They hate the Raiders, all that kind of stuff. But they don't really care about the draft. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, being – being, you know, I'm drafting this guy is kind of like – the first step in the in the path. And then it means more. It's more special when you see so-and-so do great drafting, like Wayne Martin. You know, I remember being at the little at the at the draft, covering the draft at the Saints at David Drive, that awful facility they had before they have the fancy new stuff they have now when Wayne Morton got drafted, what, 30 something years ago. Mm-hmm. And being there and him, Wayne Martin, <laughs> you know. Being there and being there when they drafted Arnett and I was there when they did the stupid Ricky thing, you know. So, and whether you're there covering as a media member or just had a fan watching it on TV, I remember, man, I hope I get we get Rod Woodson. I want. I remember wanting Rod Woodson, right? And then they didn't get him. And so, all those things to me, that's just part. And then when you see that guy, man, we drafted him then, and you remember the excitement of getting Reggie Bush. To me, you're missing out on the beginning parts if that's not part of your whole fan experience. Well, next week we'll do the uh, history of the draft, Saints draft. We're going to get into a lot of stuff like that and and hope you guys enjoy just as much as we enjoy talking about it. Absolutely. All right, Foot. We'll see you. Bye.